I really believe that everyone's just searching for the divine right now. That deep down, we all just want to be connected to something bigger than ourselves and each other. And the saddest thing is that people are putting a presidential candidate on it. does forgiving one person in my life have to do with unifying the whole world? What are some tools I can use to live a life of more freedom? These are just some of the concepts you'll hear about in every episode of See One Beautiful Soul. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of See One Beautiful Soul. So every several episodes or so, I'm going to come out here and just talk from my heart. I made this podcast because... I was so sick of just hearing so much dissension and divides and just identity politics and people hurting each other for no good reason. I think we all have a lot more in common than we do our differences. And I really have this vision of the world getting along, everyone, no matter where we come from, no matter what we look like, no matter how much money we make, had, don't have. I really feel so strongly that this little podcast could actually make a difference in the world. I want to ask you to do something for me. If you're driving, please pull over. And if you're listening to this while you're doing something else, please stop that other thing just for a moment. And I want you to find a place to sit. Maybe put your feet on the ground. Let yourself have the back support of your favorite pillow or a chair, a bed. If you have to sit on the ground, it's okay. Take one of your hands and put it on your heart and the other one and put it just below your belly button. That's it. And just take a deep breath in and breathe out. One more time. Deep breath in and breathe out. And I really love it if you could think of just one person in this world who really needs to be sent some love. Just go with the first one. Even if it's someone who... For whatever reason you had an argument with the last time you saw them or heard from them, please just take a moment to picture them wherever they are, if they're living in a house somewhere or sitting outside somewhere. Just send them love from your heart and just see what that does to your heart. Does it make you want to cry? It's okay. I'm crying with you. Does it make you want to laugh? Can you just for a moment just wrap that person up? in your arms and bring them into your heart just for a second. Again, even if they didn't ask you, even if there's a part of you saying, no, they wouldn't want to be here in my heart, I'm asking you to do it anyway. See, I believe that when we go out of our ways to give to people, even when they didn't ask for it, even when they don't even know about it, even when you'll get no credit, and the only person that knows about it is you, Those are the best kinds of moments to give. I'm asking you to dig deep. Do it one more time. Take a deep breath in. And this time, I want you to think of somebody who you might have had an argument with, a painful fight. Maybe they're not even here anymore in the physical world to receive it, but I want you to really think about them. Even if it hurts a little, you'll get through it. It's okay. Just think about one good quality that they have. I learned this a long time ago. When you're upset with someone, 
and you stay upset with them, you have a tie between you and them and it doesn't break. Because anger is strong, it's like fire, it's painful, it causes dis-ease in the body. But the coolest antidote, the most wonderful thing that we can do is just take a deep breath when we're feeling that way. And you know what melts the anger? Love. Just thinking of one good quality that this person has, even if it's just that they have a soul or that they had a soul. Deep down, our souls are good. They are pure goodness. They are sparks of light from the divine. And it's what connects all of us. I really believe, you guys, that if we all were to take just a moment every day to think of one person that we know or that we don't know that we hate a little bit, that we are angry with a little bit, that we're frustrated by a little bit, if we hold them in our hearts just for a moment, we imagine our hearts sending them love, and the whole universe changes. Even if it's a little tiny percent. I've been watching these clips from town halls and the rallies and the protests and the election coverage. And my heart is breaking. I've seen family members get up from a table and walk away and say, I'm never talking to you again over a vote, over a stupid vote. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it. I don't care what party your grandparents belong to which one you decided to drop out of and join a new one. I want to tell you something. It's kind of controversial. I really believe that everyone's just searching for the divine right now. That deep down, we all just want to be connected to something bigger than ourselves and each other. And the saddest thing is that people are putting a presidential candidate on it. Not everyone. Thank God, not everyone. But enough people to make me sick. I made this podcast for you. I hope you hear it. You know, it just doesn't matter. At the end of the day, I just don't think that one party, one political party, one particular candidate is going to change the whole world. But you can. The Talmud says that each one of us is a world unto ourselves. And when we change the way that we think, the way that we see, the way that we hear someone else, and we look at them through loving eyes and with a loving heart, both eyes and both ears, then we're able to really see them. So the next time you get mad at somebody or you choose to not go out with somebody or you choose not to be friends with somebody because of who they voted for, I want you to think deep down about what unites you. What makes you the same? What do you guys really want? Everyone just wants inner peace. Everyone just wants a place to sleep at night that's comfortable. Everyone just wants someone to love and tell their secrets to. And you could be that person for this friend or date or acquaintance or coworker or parent or sibling or child or grandchild, cousin. You have so much power. Please don't put it into the hands of a party or the news or somebody who you think will change this whole country. I'm not saying the vote doesn't matter. Vote with conviction for who you believe to be the best candidate for the job. But this senseless hatred, this senseless canceling and hurting of each other and screaming and 
anger and the way that people are treating each other. It's not the president that's running this world. There's somebody bigger. And what do you think that that divine spirit is thinking when that divine spirit's children are mean to each other? It's a miracle that we're all still here. It's a miracle that we're alive today and we have technological advances and the healthcare that we sometimes can get. It's a miracle that we've survived this pandemic. So start being grateful for whatever little bits of luck you have and be grateful that others have it too. Yes, even that person who you might not agree with. I want to give you one more homework assignment. Please reach out to one of those people in your life that you think, oh, I was so nasty to them the last time we spoke, or they were so nasty to me. And I just want you to send three words, was thinking about you, or tell me more. I'd love to hear more about what you're going through right now. Doesn't have to be a long text. Doesn't have to be a long email. But reach out. Do the thing that many aren't doing right now. Make a difference. Change the whole world. Change yourself and change that other person just by reaching out from the darkness with a little bit of light. Again, even if you don't think or there's a part of you that doesn't think they deserve it, be the bigger person. We're not going to make it, you guys, if we stay this divided. And if you're one of those people like me, heck, you probably are if you were attracted to this podcast, and you don't have a lot of negativity or fighting between you and other people, do it anyway. There's got to be somebody in your life that you hurt or they hurt you. I promise that you are whole and complete and amazing and resilient just the way you are. You don't actually need their approval. You don't even need them to answer. You don't need to get somebody to do anything for you because whatever you need is coming anyway. We all have what we need at all times, even if it doesn't always feel that way. As we head into November, I'm begging everyone and anyone who's listening to this to go in with care. Go in with heart first. Seek to have conversations, not arguments. Maybe don't talk about politics. Just talk about what you love, what your goals are. And if politics is your goal, if being a part of a of a party is the majority of the goals that you have, please just for a moment rethink your list because something's not working. I'm not saying you can't go out and volunteer for a party. If it means something new and it makes you feel good, do it. But there should be other things on that list. It can't all be about who you're voting for, who you hate, screaming, standing up and fighting. I just don't think that we get to the end of the race by screaming the whole way. I'm not saying there isn't a time and a place for feeling anger and bitter and resentment. Let it wash through you. You have to let it come up. But the point here is to check your eyes, check your ears, make sure you're listening with both ears and both eyes. And when you feel that pain, that anguish come up, and there's another person's face there, just for a second, try to send them love. And then do it again and again until you feel a sense of enlightenment. You know, the monks do this in China, and some doctors say it's not good for them because they're pushing down all the negativity that they have. And some people 
develop other things from it physically. But I think we could learn a lot from them. The way that they just sit and send love every day. I sometimes wonder if they're the real energy savers of the world. (laughs) They take on everybody's stuff and then let it go. Isn't that what energy is anyway? Emotions, energy in motion, the feelings that we have. I'm asking you just for a moment to take this unquenchable anger that seems to be raging right now and do the unthinkable. Take a deep breath in. (sighs) Let it go. And then after you let it go, think of one person, maybe someone you don't even know who you saw on TV screaming uh, at a rally, the other candidate that you hate, as crazy and as painful as it feels, just send them love. Send them guidance. Send a prayer out that they take care of themselves. That's my wish. It's the beginning of the year. There's a lot of newness and stirring in the air, and I really believe that we can make huge changes for the good. If we have the right focus, if we clear out our negative energy when it comes up, because it will, because we're human, and instead of being on alert and defense and angry, if we can breathe it out, notice it, breathe it out again, clear the cobwebs, and make lists and say out loud the things that we really want to accomplish this year. If you haven't done that yet, do it now. Don't wait till January 1st or December 31st. Do it now. I always felt the school year was really the beginning of the year. Maybe it's also because I'm Jewish and I go by the Hebrew calendar. I think there's something to both. I think it's great to have two New Year's. When you're Jewish, you have four, by the way. (laughs) There's a New Year for the tribes of Israel coming together by Passover. There's the New Year of the trees in nature. Anyway, it's always good. I'll take it. A new year is always a good time for checking in with my morals, my values, my goals. So I want to urge you to do the same thing. Have you called your elders today? And I don't mean your parents only. If, you, if your parents aren't physically here right now, I hope they are. But have you called anyone that's older than you that you admire? And I hope you have at least two or three of them that you call on for advice. When was the last time you said thank you? When was the last time... You said, I honor you and the advice that you give me. Go do that now. How's your body? You taking care of your body? Think about your physical goals this year. You want to eat more greens? Hydrate more? Stretch every day? Take two walks instead of just one? How long are you sitting in a chair for? When was the last time you were in nature for more than 20 minutes? Go get lost on a hike somewhere. What's your creative dream? What are you creating just for the sake of creating and not trying to make money off of it or a side hustle? Maybe write down three of those. Yeah, just for fun. How many friends do you have? So interesting today, we have 1,700 Facebook friends and I'm on Snapchat and Instagram. I have so many followers. But if I asked you to write a list of three people you could call when you feel like the world is on your shoulders... Who would those be? When was the last time you called them to ask them, how are you really doing? Made a space for them. When was the last time you told them how you were really doing? The next time they ask you, how are you really doing? Make sure you ask them back. Make a really big space for them. And then when they're done, ask them 
three things back. Three words. Is that all? Anything else? And just wait. As much as you want to interrupt them and tell them how to live their lives, just wait. See what happens. When was the last time you read a spiritual book that made your heart sing and made you feel good about the world? When was the last time you actually read a book without any other sounds happening around you except maybe the rain? Take some time to read a book, a spiritual book, something that makes you feel like you're not alone. When was the last time you prayed? I had an assignment recently from a friend, and she said, I want you to write down all the things that you want to change in your life, things that you hate. And I thought, okay, I'll do it. I can do this. I'm, I'm good at stuff like that. I actually teach classes in it, and I coach people. I can do this. I can do this. And she said, wait, that's only the first part of the assignment. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. I mean, I kind of know what they are anyway. It's not going to be hard. She said, okay. Well, then underneath all the things that you're going to write down that you want to change about your life, I want you to write another list. I thought, oh, you mean like the things I want to make right? She said, nope. She said, I want you to write down why you love having all the stuff that's horrible in your life. I said, I don't understand. She goes, yeah, you do. Just write that down. Okay, I'm supposed to write a list of all the things I want to change in my life that suck. And then underneath that, you want me to write why I love having the sucky things in my life, things that I hate? She said, yeah. And then I got it. There's a payoff to all the things that are wrong in our life. The things that are so frustrating and annoying. And for 20 years, sometimes we complain about them. But you know why they're there still? Because they make us feel comfortable. We love it. We wrap ourselves up in that blanket of, I'm so ashamed and I feel so bad and I'm embarrassed and I hate this part of my life and I wish I could change it. If you've said that a couple of times too many, I want you to do the same exercise. It took me three days to do it. I kept thinking about it. Oh, I got to get to that. I got to get to that. The actual exercise only took five minutes. But it was so hard to sit down, take out my favorite pen and my favorite journal, and just write stream of consciousness why I have this complaint in my life and this complaint and why I hate doing this and why this is awful and this sucks. And then I realized I love having those things in my life because you know what? If I really had to own that I had to make changes about those things, then I'd have to regret all the years that I didn't do anything about them, that I got all this empathy and encouragement from people that I loved because sadly, sometimes that's the only time I allowed for them to take care of me. Oh, that was a hard one. And then I'd have to actually say three words that I hate saying, which I thought I was pretty woke to and that I could do. I'll tell you the three words. You want to know what they are? I was wrong. (gasps) Oh, that was awful. I was wrong for, I don't know, 10, 15 years about these things in my life that I had to keep with me. Why was I doing that? I missed out on so much life because I was refusing to be uncomfortable 
going into the unknown and shaving them off my list. I liked having them. They were a security blanket. I could just stay wrapped up in this. This isn't working because of this, this, and this, and this. So that's your final assignment. And then make a vision board. It could be a small one. It only has to have four things on it. Where you want to live, if you want to stay in your house, or where you live now, that's okay too. Maybe make one change. Pictures of how you want to live, where you want to live, who you want to live with, what you want to do for work, and how you want to feel physically, emotionally, creatively. And then please email it to me at info at barbheller.com. I would love to read it and see your pictures and your vision boards and your lists, everything. Feel free to share it with me and my producer, Katya. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. If this helped you in any way, shape, or form, please share it with somebody else. Please subscribe. Please leave us a review. Help us to all see one vividly colorful, beautiful, connected, united, beautiful soul. Thank you. God bless. If you'd like the cheat sheet from this episode, meaning all the takeaways and the groom work or the divine assignments that I gave you, please check out our Facebook group at C1 Beautiful Soul Community on Facebook, or you can also find it at the C1 Beautiful Soul podcast page on Facebook. This episode was produced by Katya Soto. If you know somebody with a great story about failure, freedom, or forgiveness, please share them with us. If you liked what you heard, learned something new, or think something from this episode could inspire someone else, please share the episode on your Facebook page or Instagram and tag that person and tag us too. You can find all of our social medias, drop us an email, or join our newsletter at www.c1beautifulsoul.com. Please don't forget to subscribe and review us on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you hear podcasts. May we all choose to look for the light in ourselves and each other in all ways, always. Thank you.